Dear Princess Celestia, Today, we learned about train graveyards, supervillains in elevators, speed running, and the Eraserhead Baby. Saddle up, every pony! It's showtime! Hello, everypony. Welcome to Friendship is Content, a podcast where a new fan and an old brony watch and review every episode of Friendship is Magic. My name is Echo. And my name is Emily. And we're back in the saddle. We are. It's been a little bit. It's been a hectic, uh... Hey! Hey, Echo! We cannot, we cannot keep starting our episodes like this. We can't keep saying, hey, hey guys, it's been a bit. Hey, guys, it's been a bit. We can't keep doing I, this. We can't. We're going to do better now. <laughs> Especially because, okay, imagine the people listening that are, like, binging stuff in order. And it's like, oh, sweet, another episode. And every time they listen, it starts out, hey, it's been <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we could ever have it not be a little bit, I will stop saying it. Um, this is a very special episode of Friendship is <gasps> Content. Why is that? This, if, if I get this right, this is coming out on our one-year anniversary, February 20th, 2024. We've been doing this for a whole year. Yippee! I can finish a pro- Well, I can't finish a project. No, nope, we're yet, but d- d- not nope. even two episodes into season three. So, not yet, you can't. I haven't dropped a project. There so. you go. Yeah, so this is- We wanted to do this as a way for me to get back into My Little Pony because I'd been away for so long. And, and boy has it. <laughs> and it has genuinely changed both of our lives a lot. We've met yeah. so many new people. We've made a ton of new friends. We've been afforded these amazing opportunities getting to not only go to conventions, but speak at conventions and like mess around with friends and play Jackbox on panel. It's been it's been a fucking amazing thing that we've got to do. It's been because, really good for us. Yeah. This is this is your mess. This is like a message to you, listener. If there's a project that you want to do for fun, the passion will find people. It always does. It's true. Uh, but hey, is there a specific reason you uh, mentioned panels and conventions? I, I did. This is the first episode that we're doing back from HarmonyCon 2024. Uh, and that was we a fucked f- it up. A f- <laughs> well, okay. Right. It was fantastic. It was a wonderful. We convention. had a great time. We oh my a, god! We had I've been there as well. So yes. that was it. Was great peddling my wares. Yes, Emily was vending, so it wasn't just uh, attending. We mostly were mm-hmm. sort of tied to the table. There were a couple of ups and downs. We uh. <laughs> We had to cancel our panel yeah. because we weren't able to plan it because of just various illnesses and that kind I of thing. Because I was super, super sick from Jerry, which by the way, I'm feeling better. Thank you to everyone who reached out and checked in on me. We still don't know what it was. They're like, bronchitis? COVID? I don't know, but it's in your lungs now. Here's a bunch of antibiotics. And I'm like, okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I felt so bad because like our panel was still like in the con book and everything. Yeah. And I'm like... 
hey, uh, I can't do that one. But regardless, we did end up doing a lot with some homies. Not a lot, but like we did a few other panels with some friends of ours and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. If you showed up to HarmonyCon looking for our panel, uh, sorry, my bad. Sorry. Um, If you showed up to HarmonyCon and you saw us at our like four panels, we were, we did like, uh, there was like an artist panel you did, some Jackbox panels, uh, (laughs) this really fun one, which was if you get a wrong, if you get a question wrong, a panelist leaves, lasted like seven minutes, I think it was a seven minute panel. Yeah, yeah, the the way it works is, uh, the panel has arranged uh, trivia for the audience to answer, not the yes. panelist to answer. So it's up to the audience to keep the panel going by answering questions right. So I was there for maybe five minutes. It, yeah. it was great. Then we just walk out. It's it's yeah. Cons are a blast. If you have not been to a convention, look for one in your area and uh, definitely attend. Literally anything. There's Pony so or otherwise. Fun. Yeah, absolutely. We're probably going to be going it's to, like, Furry Weekend Atlanta just to, like, attend, not as guests or anything, but conventions I mean, are just, not like... probably. I'm selling. I'm selling that's, Furry Weekend That's a good baby. point. You're going. I'm 99% going to Furry Weekend Atlanta. You're going to be a little freeloader. I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> I am. I'm just going to enjoy up. myself. I'm not... I mean, I'm not attending your table unless you pay me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so go to conventions. They're a blast. We had so much fun with all of our great friends. Uh, shout out to Riff Ponies specifically uh inviting us on like all of their panels to make up for us losing ours because of you know but other than that and a woman in an elevator who was maybe the <laughs> scariest person i've ever met it was a fucking blast we had so much fun uh, yeah. we met so many cool people uh it was just really good but yeah hey before you tell about talk about the scary elevator woman i do need to tell a, a, another shout out to another podcast about ponies that we need to listen to. Yes, uh, out yes, of our yes. mains. Yes, out I of guess our mains. Th- there, are, there are more pony podcasts. I have not listened to it yet, but the per- the people running it were like super nice to us and <laughs> made yeah. us laugh because they're like it's so well produced. I'm and Echo are look at each other like what the fuck you talk. <laughs> we, we are not. We are not well produced. I'm staring at the audacity waveform right now. Yes, and we're just going to be slapping those together. Thank you so much, uh, out of our mains, yes. for saying that we were well produced. I appreciate it. Yes, <laughs> yes. We will be listening to you very soon. I promise. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to give that shout out because that was very kind. It's like, oh, podcast ponies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, before we wrap up our harmony contails, uh, Echo, do you want to tell us, uh, tell the, our dear audience about the cool people of Texas? Oh. I, I was <laughs> and, going and to about just... a certain, a certain thing that we shared. I was going to tell you to just uh, just go to my Twitter and find it, but um, there was a woman. That, okay, back up. Sorry to talk so much convention. I promise we'll get to an episode of My Little Pony at some point. You know, the the reason you're here. Yeah, um, the reason you're... Just kind of like skip ahead every 30 seconds and you'll eventually find it. Um, there We shared the convention space with a group called um focus on the family if you don't know who that is that is a right-wing christian cult kind of they are insane they're they're very much uh anti-homo homosexuals yes pro nuclear family we gotta protect the scary media for the kid like right uh bad 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 very bad Um, we do not uh no no bad <laughs> and it was very funny sharing the convention space with them and then the brony space which is just overwhelmingly clear and or queer in the year 2024 
Um, like there are so many. There are so many trans people and gay people, and I see so it many rocks. pride flags. I, <laughs> real quick, I just remembered someone came by my table who wasn't even like into the pony stuff. He's like, "Yeah, I just want to see if I can get laid by a brony. I think that'd be really funny." I'm like. That's insane, but very funny. Thank Shout out to that stranger. guy. I hope you got laid. Shout out to that guy. You know, I do too. This this podcast episode is dedicated to that guy. I really hope you got laid. <laughs> um, You're so right. Anyway. We, were, we, we were in an elevator coming down from like the 24th floor or whatever. Yeah, um, very tall hotel. And there was a woman. <laughs> there was a woman with her hands clasped behind her back, staring at like the glass face of the window or of the elevator because it like was like one of yeah those facing away ones. from the entrance yes. to the elevator which would be very weird if there weren't a window there <laughs> uh-huh yeah she'd be staring at a wall essentially uh we enter you know we're kind of talking to ourselves and she goes how are you and we go oh we're good and, you know how are you and she goes i'm good the world is about to change <laughs> we're like she's like, like uh-huh we're right on the cusp of it and she like turns and like smiles at us and she has like this sunburned bright red face and we're like oh this woman is gonna kill us i think i, <laughs> I genuinely went like is, she, are, is the convention center gonna get like bombed tomorrow yeah no i, I was, was like oh my I god i was like, genuinely you scared someone? yeah like it was uh, then echo i were just looking like ha, yeah and then we like hustle out of the elevator onto a floor and being we just look each other i was like what the fuck man what the fuck man dude, that was the dude, fastest dude, i've dude. ever fast walked like, in my life and it's like I, I was able to get like a glimpse of her and she had like a shirt with like some sort of politician, I'm sure. It was like red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. And she had like eight bracelets on with crosses and faith and Right. So yeah. it, it's apparent that she was probably there with folks on family. If not, she's with like minded company and oh my god, I've never been so scared in my life to be next to a stranger. We kept saying she was talking like a bloodborne villain or like a Kingdom Hearts villain. It was yeah. Like, shout out to so the free villain dialogue for Echo's next fic. I guess exactly. Um, Insane. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it, again very up and down, but for the most part, very up. Harmony yes, Con yes. was a blast, and that's it. That's all for Harmony Con. Yeah, we're done with Harmony Con. Let's talk about the ponies, the TV yeah. show. We covered Harmony Con. We covered that this is our centennial episode. That's not it. Annuals. Uh, sorry, centennial. Anyway? I'm sorry, we've been doing this for a hundred years? This, oh, we've no. been doing friendship is content <laughs> for one hundred years. Um, no, yeah, our annual. <laughs> That's still not the annual. right word. It's our it's our year, it's our anniversary episode. It's our one year anniversary. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know. Okay, we covered too many pinkies and one bad apple this episode. Look, I'm trying to get we're... to the fun stuff first because I'm not a big fan <laughs> of either of these episodes. <laughs> I, it's fine. We still have stuff them. to say. They're, yeah, there's pl- actually there's a surprising amount to say. We take some tangents uh, as a warning because we, we do look some things up and we're like, what the fuck is going on? It's mm-hmm. that's what you're here for, right? It's you, you want to hear us talk about the tangents and the the gossip, the buzz, the gossip, the, the buzz. Who says what? All right, the scuttled. Uh, anyway, do you want the long and short of too many pinkies? Oh, uh, please, God, yes. Pinkie Pie, so the episode is about Pinkie Pie not being able to do everything with all of her friends, and so she finds this magical uh, grotto where she is able to copy herself and do all of the fun things she wants to do, 
Except, of course, this is a Pinkie Pie episode. It's Pinkie. Shenanigans. Perfectly summed up. Thank Perfect. you. Uh, let's get to this opener. That's this, uh, hmm. This opener, huh? <laughs> yeah, Twilight is trying to turn an apple into an orange. And she's spooked by Pinkie Pie and her magic goes astray. Uh, and she's having a conversation with Pinky afterward, and in the background you see that she had turned a bird into an orange, which is <laughs> yeah. The not the great. beam hits a blue jay, and from there it's like, oh cool, she just like nuked a bird. But then the next shot we see an orange with bluebird wings fly by, and I'm like, hey man, this fucked up. <laughs> like especially because like we've covered bird society, so like birds are like sentient like human he beings. Has this no is mouth. like a. This is like a Cronenberg no fucking horrible body horror. I know. That is it I'm 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 hoping that it's more orange than bird, but I'm so scared. It's Birds flying. are smart. It's flying. It can't eat. It doesn't have a mouth. It can't scream. I'm it's bad. <laughs> it's not good. However, what Let's is Let's move good, on from that. What is you know what good? It's good. Yeah. Rarity's here. Rarity's here. She's not in this episode a lot, but in here she's talking about how she's got fun plans too for pinky and she's wearing this outfit let's go it's gorgeous also uh quick reverse tangent um our harmony con panel was supposed to be the fashion quote-unquote of equestria uh we were gonna mostly cover fucking uh rarity's couture considering she always wears like the gaudiest shittiest looking outfits (laughs) she makes some choices celestia bless her she she just wears the worst shit in the world but this is really cute <laughs> it's just really cute no, this like, is adorable like dress she's got like cute little like uh like button shoes on her back on like her back little clothes. gloves like yeah, really these, like, long gloves, gloves that like go up to like your... and her mane's all done up oh she's so pretty i'm really i'm what a horse <laughs> what a valentine you are a horse valentine you're a horse uh and that's sort of what sparks the, uh, uh, that's before the opening, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like two minutes of, uh, it's Pinky wants to hang out with Twilight being, uh, you know, Twilight just making the worst abominations, you know how it is. And Rarity's mm-hmm. doing Rarity things. She's like, I don't have enough time in the world. Ah, uh, la, 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 la. yeah, we get the opening yeah. and then she goes and finds Rainbow Dash who is trying to... There's a cloud that's too dense, and it's making fog, I guess, is how that works. I thought that, that was pretty funny. Yeah. And so Pinkie Pie just, like, whips it up. And she's like, cool, I had fun here. And then she like, she's, like, trying to have fun with everybody. She, like, goes to Applejack, who's pulling apples, and she's like, yay, I... <laughs> can I join you to cart these Which, apples? Can I just we... say... Can yeah. I just say... That Applejack is, like, skipping. She's, like, trotting. But she has, like, a stern look on her face. And I'm like, the, your body language and face are not matching here, but, like, what what, what emotion are we in here? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, 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 I don't know. It's, I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, continuing on. Fluttershy, she's having a little tea party with Angel, which, to be fair, I wouldn't exactly want to hang out with Angel, but you do you. Uh, she loves Angel, dude. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, she's overwhelmed. Uh, And things... Things aren't working. Uh, which is funny because, guess what? This is when the intro happens. I spoke too oh, soon. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, this is where the intro happens. Yeah, she it's passes a long out, one. She passes out on Fluttershy's lawn. And then when the intro is done, she says, thank you for letting me sleep in your, rest in your butterfly grove. Your butterfly grove? I which guess. Which is really cute. 
it's she's just oh it's very cute it's all these yes it's all these butterflies that like soothe her i i i joked and said they're eating her which i thought was kind of funny but no it's nice they're giving little butterfly kisses little massage it's true (laughs) someone needs to make an edit of the cut of the butterfly grove and then that one cut of the close-up of the butterfly uh from spongebob yeah absolutely. where it's this awful gross bug making these buzzing sounds yeah <laughs> like oh so relaxing <laughs> <laughs> uh and this is the point where she's like relaxing here in the butterfly grove and this is the point where applejack comes up at the exact same time rainbow dash does and they're basically like, hey, Pinky, want to hang out? Uh, Applejack's putting up a barn and Rainbow Dash is going down to the lake. This swimming hole. And they're both like, oh, it's fine if you if you want to hang out with the other one. We don't, we don't mind. And she's like, I'm going to have a fucking crisis. I'm going to go insane. <laughs> what the fuck do I do? Um, uh, and then she remembers something. No, not yet. Not yet? No, okay. No. Because before she remembers, she's doing this she's trying to time how fast she can run from the barn to the swimming hole and she's like if i could Mm -hmm. shave my time off by like 20 minutes it'll be good which is very funny very speed runner of her and then yeah pinky would absolutely be a speed runner absolutely and then twilight's like i'm actually gonna bring up speed running later on in this episode for a a completely different reason so i guess this is the speed running episode that is very congrats every pony uh continue uh twilight basically says like the only way you'd be able to do both of those is if there was more than one of you and then that is what reminds her now you may go ah that's there's a a secret a secret little grove in the everfree forest that may be able to help her with this very problem so off she goes she's going through the the crazy every forest with all the brambles and spines and spooky untamed magic uh finds a dangerous little pit in the middle of nowhere tumbles down into this gorgeous little grotto a grotto this like this grotto it's blue and pink and it's got cool like glowing mushrooms and like tuba fix worms like it's very magical i love it i would i want to relax here and it feels like be very damp and humid but not in a bad way you know like oh it smells mossy kind of way you know <laughs> yeah very area zero Oh my god, yes. So, like, we're, we're on another Pokemon kick. Well, I mean, I'm always on yeah. a Pokemon kick, but like extra lately. So yes, very mystical and magical. And it descends into, into I guess, like the bottom of a part of the Everfree. It's truly mm-hmm. like underground. It's neat. Yeah. And this is uh, what she calls the mirror pool. The idea is that a you are able to copy yourself at the mirror pool and like a little clone you know no big deal yeah you know just make clones uh do you want to say the little thing that she says oh oh yes 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 uh let's see she says and into her own reflection she stared yearning for one whose reflections she shared and solemnly sweared not to be scared at the prospect of being doubly mared which which i think is adorable doubly mared is cute oh that reminds me uh, earlier this episode, she said that she, at some point, was off to double her fun, which is a cute little callback Aww. to Luna in in uh, uh, Luna Eclipsed. That is cute. Yes. Uh, and hey, Echo, what happens? I'm gonna make an... <laughs> hey, get ready for an existentially oh. terrifying tangent. Yeah, okay. Okay, let's go. So, perspective-wise, 
We've been following this Pinky the whole time. Let's call her Pinky A, right? Mm-hmm. We've been following Pinky A the entire time. She goes down to the mirror pool. She says, into her own reflection, she stares. Yearning for one whose reflection she shared. Um, and she, yada, yada. you see her yeah. step through the mirror pool. She, like, goes down into the water and comes up on the other side and sees this other Pinky. Pinky B. Uh, like, it offers her a hoof to, like, pull her out of this pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so Pinky B is the one who's like, oh, this worked. And Pinky A starts jumping around and having fun, which, like is weird because we see we see pinky a the one who climbed into the pool uh repeating the like spell the rhyme Mm -hmm. as she's going through the pool but pinky b that picks her up and takes her out is implied to be the one that made the spell like it's the one who's like oh wow i can't believe this actually worked and the other one pinky a Starts like jumping around and going cuckoo crazy, and was like, "Wow, look at this place! Wow, is like the new Pinky." Okay, but because so of I've, perspective, okay. <laughs> I've come up with a new Go existentially on. terrifying theory. My original theory was that we were in the the Equestria B universe, which is like the mirror version of Equestria, and like Pinky A from our original universe isn't the one we're following anymore. Very fucking. Rick and Morty following the wrong Rick at a certain <laughs> point style. Um, I've come up with a different theory. My different theory okay. is they imply later that there is they can send them back to where they came from, quote unquote, which implies that there is a like a reflection dimension, like a mirror dimension. And yeah, it's it, Twilight specifically says that she's going to send them back to from where they came from. And so what that implies is that Pinky pulling her own reflection out of the mirror is untethering her from the mirror dimension. And while she is in that mirror dimension, we were following Pinky A from the beginning of this episode. That Pinky was only doing any of the actions she was doing because the real Pinky was doing them. In that dimension, there there are beings that go around their daily lives that have zero free will. They are not able to control their uh, actions. Okay, okay. Bold, bold tangents. They are okay. not able to control their actions. They are not able to... They are not present or conscious. And until they step into our dimension, they are only ever being puppeted by their real versions in the real world. But once they become untethered, I, uh, they they don't know anything. They don't know I'm, the names of people, where Ponyville is. They're completely new. I was gonna... S- I was going to give you sass, but you're right, because as we go on, Pink, the Ponyville Pinky, the one who set this all up to pull the Pinky out of the mirror pool, is explaining, like, okay, this is Ponyville. This is, like, oh, well, this is Rarity. Rarity's like this. This is Fluttershy. Because the Pinky that she pulled out of the pool does not know these things, does not know these characters. I think before the mirror versions of themselves become untethered, they're probably just, like, kind of unconscious but like if imagine a puppet right there's a puppet Mm -hmm. that just is doing like whatever the strings are being pulled to do why would it need to be awake and aware for that why would it need to understand anything around it it's just saying the word like 
a, a video game character or words on a page aren't aware of the things around them. They are mm-hmm. a narrative voice for someone else. She is the voice, the like the speak, speak, she's like the speaker for Pinky in the mirror dimension. Yeah. Now that she's not there anymore and she's not being puppeted by someone else, she is aware now. She's yeah, become it's, it's like, a person. Yeah, it's. I guess. I guess our our main thing is viewing the mirror pool, which is like, yes, ha, ha funny comedy shenanigans, uh, right. good idea. Yeah, but also, course. we're gonna overanalyze the fuck out of this because that's, that's what, what we I do. do. Yeah, that's um, what we do. Exactly, that's what we do. Um, I guess like the main two paths are: it's either these pinkies did not exist until at that very moment where they're pulled out of the pool, or they did exist in a completely different universe. To our own. With no, with this no is... free will and no. Yes. Because, like, the reflection universe would show potentially everything in ours, you know? Like, there is a reflective Applejack, there is a reflection uh, Rainbow Dash, but this Pinky doesn't know them. Yeah, so, like... it's, uh, we, we will talk more about portals and mirrors and all that jazz because this is not the first or last time that we deal with a mi- literal mirror to another dimension. It's true. So uh, I put a put a note in that I guess. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, the remember the silly goofy pony episode where she made a double of herself so she could go to the she, beach. She wanted to have more fun with her friends. Her friend. Yeah. Anyway, she anyway. does. She does both of those things. Uh yeah. No. So she's hanging out with Dash, and also real quick, I love that Dash is uh reading Daring Do. She's yeah, taking a moment a little to Daring sit Do by the, sit by this little pond and is is reading a nice book. It's very cute. But yeah, the real the real Pinky is hanging out with Rainbow Dash, and the faux Pinky is heading to Applejack's. That's right. She doesn't even make it all the way to Applejack's because yeah, she's... she she was like, all right, AJ's first. Yeah. Yeah, because she's because uh, she's the best pony. Okay. But Pinky's interrupted <laughs> by Fluttershy, who's like, oh, I'm having a tea party with a bunch of animals. And the mirror Pinky is like, oh, no. Oh, no, but I have to go to AJ, but I want to be here. But I want to go to AJ. What the fuck do I do? And she goes back and gets the original Pinky. Hey. And she's like, we got to make another one. Pinky. We got, there, there's too many friends. Uh, can I make a quick remark about Fluttershy's little picnic? You may. <laughs> I... Fluttershy earlier in this episode said to reassure Pinky, uh, quote, quote, I can promise not to do nothing, or I can promise to do nothing fun at all if that would help. <laughs> and then at this point, she's like, oh, I just couldn't help myself. Like, oh my God, Fluttershy, you, <laughs> she is so You animal. Cute. You, you rapscallion, you couldn't, you couldn't keep yourself you away, couldn't. huh? Like, oh I just love, I love the continuation of that line. Just like, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, and also, I like that there's a shot where all oh, she's hanging out with her animal friends, and there a mouse runs up and hands her a cheese, and then we just see Pinky lean down and take a bite, but we don't see the cheese or the mouse. So I was like, "Oh my god, she ate the fucking mouse!" Oh my god, she fucking <laughs> ate the mouse. She ate it. Oh my god, <laughs> she ate it. Uh, anyway, anyway, and then back, we go back to, to business. Back to the yes. mirror pool, where the two of them are like, "Okay, we'll get we'll get two more mirrors." We'll get two more duplicates, and it'll be great. That's it. Yeah, it'll and be so fine. They, Four yep. is better than one. That's it. We'll be good. Yes. And so they pull the two of them out, and original Pinky's like, all right, let's get out of here. We don't need... And then the other three Pinkies pull three more Pinkies out. So now we're up to seven. 
And Pinky's like, no, you guys, please, please don't keep doing that. And they keep pulling more pinkies out, and now there are more just... More and more. So there's, like, there 20. Are, like, I, there's so many. I've got to say, if I, like, had to describe sort of the amount um, of pinky pies that were here... Yeah, what would you say? <clears throat> I would say there's... Yeah. <laughs> You can't even make it through the joke. Too many pinkies. Anyway. There you go. Comedy poison. Comedy poison. So they Uh, go out and they just kind of start wreaking havoc. Remember uh, Swarm of the Century from season one where it was like uh, (laughs) the uh, the Paris Paris Sprites? Sprites, Imagine that with Pinkie Pie. But they're all Pinkie Pies. And also they're not just Pinkie Pie, but they're like beta Pinkie Pie. They're all ones that only know how to hop and dance and say fun repeatedly. Like, yeah. Or actually, they They're not just hop. <laughs> Did you know there's actually a term for the movement that Pinkie is doing? No. It is called a pronk. P-R-O-N-K. That is the specific movement of jumping on all fours like that. Is pronking. Really? Which is kind of perfect for someone named Pinky, right? I don't think I'm gonna say that, though. You don't you don't like the Pinkie Pie pronks? I don't like Pinkie Pie's pronks. <laughs> now I'm scared that I've got the wrong word. I, I hope you do. We're moving on, though. Um, Yeah, Pinky's nope, all over the- Nope, I looked it up. It's called pronking. Great, man. Pinky's all over the place. <laughs> She's at Rainbow Dash. There's a, like a couple dozen of them at Rainbow Dashes. There's a couple dozen at Applejack's Barn. They ruined that. Um, oh, at this point, the main six know that there's more than one. Like, previously, yeah. Dash was like, all, all right, bud, you you, you silly goober, you go have fun. It's like, not, it's like, oh, you, sure, bud, you're going to clone yourself, whatever. And right. now she's seeing the evidence, so it's like, oh my god. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, we cut to some of the pinkies at AJ's barn, which I guess they're doing a barn raising, which means they're building it from scratch again. And again. I'm just like... Hey, hey, y'all, how many times is this bar I'm gonna fucking break? Like, first the Parasprites, like, ate it, and then, like, there's, like, the Rainbow Nuke, and I just... <laughs> I mean, shit Guys, like this happens every fucking four episodes, that's so, like... That's a good point. I did not consider that. Yeah. Uh, and also, I do like that it, it falls down, and one of the pinkies perfectly stands where one of the, like, windows lands, like, a, as, like, a Buster Keaton bit. I'm like, that's yeah. pretty good. All right, you, you got me there. Um, after that, there's an angry mob at uh ponyville square but i want to really quickly run through very quickly two notes that i wrote down yeah i don't even i don't even want to explore these i just want to say them out loud and then move on yeah what's up uh first one i love you second pinky did episode because obviously (laughs) party of one was the first second do you think pinky ever explored pinky's body moving on there's a that one there's an angry mob at ponyville (laughs) town square uh specifically at twilight's doorstep and she goes into her library and finds this like secret nook with like a yeah, there's like spider button. webs. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, what? Is... Hey, what the fuck, man? How long has that been there? <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey, Spike, go to the secret book nook, which I guess is just there. And there's and a there's, single that's the only book. book in there. It's one. Yeah. Yeah, there's a single book, and it tells about the mirror pool and how to send them back where they came from. However, if she can't tell which one the real Pinkie Pie is, she might accidentally send her back to the mirror dimension, which would be very bad. Uh, yeah. 
uh, be pretty bad because as we uh, have explored, we don't know if that means that she's going to be sentient in another world. That we don't know if that's just a cease of existence. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. It's bad, whatever it is. So don't. We don't want that. It's true. <laughs> uh, so then they start rounding up all the pinkies. Just rounding up as many uh, of them as they can. Yeah. They're like, well, we gotta get everyone everyone all together and figure out uh, the best way to do this. Every pony. And every pony. You're so right. Uh, one of these scenes, I do want to say while we're at the at Twilight's uh, wonderful little book house, is that uh, book house. Uh, Fancy Pants is here. His yeah. book house. Library. Is a library not a book house? That's, yeah, I was going to say there's a name for a book house, but yeah. yes, Fancy <laughs> okay, Pants is but... here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's he doing in Ponyville? Is he visiting Rarity? What? I don't Aww. know what the story is there is. I just like seeing him. It's just nice. <laughs> wow. Mlem Willowa's solidarity. You're so right. Uh, but yeah, no, they're round up the pinkies. They're like, oh god, we gotta figure something out. Uh, and then Spike's like, uh, the, Spike and Twilight are talking about like, oh god, how the hell do we figure out which one's the real one? It's like, after we've round them up, like, what do we do? And then Spike noticed this very sad pinky with her like, head laying on a table and like, draped over the ground. And Spike's like, well, it's definitely not that one. Yeah. Twilight's like, no, the real Pinky would never stay in one place for that long. Which is very Which funny. one, rude. I mean, funny. Yeah, one, rude. Two, kind of funny. Uh, and we see Pinky having another one of her I am not doing good moments. My yeah. my depression queen. Uh, and uh, she's like, Twilight's like, well, are you the real Pinky? She's like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> uh, but then, <laughs> which like... <laughs> God damn, girl, I'm so sorry. Existential. It's, it's like, really sad. It's existential. But, um, oh gosh, what what does she say? Oh, oh, right, they say something about how Pinky, you know, it's like, she'd never sit uh, in one place that long for her entire life. Uh, but then Pinky realizes that the way to be sure that she can spend time with her friends again as the real Pinky would be to do the ultimate test that only the real Pinky could endure for the sake of her friends yes yes exactly uh and so twilight starts to come up with a test and they start gathering up all of the pinkies they're like uh herding them like sheepdog all the apple families there and uh Uh, as they've been known to wrangle they've been known to wrestle every now and then uh real quick before this scene though we see twilight dip into one of it, we dip into like a woodland bunker, like this little hole in a tree to like, like recoup with the rest of the main six and all of Fleischstein's woodland friends. But whose fucking house is this? What what woodland creature lives here? There's like picture frames and light in here. <laughs> yeah, I think what, the animals are sentient. What is this fucking woodland bunker? Who lives here? <laughs> I think the other animals are sentient, Emily. I mean, bird society has. I think as, as I much. think bird society is real. It's the tip of the iceberg and that everyone is sentient. That, which is funny because then you put in the question of pets. It's like, okay, so these animals have pets. It's like, we got animal hierarchies. It's like, are are they just chill with being pets? I guess they are. I shouldn't say what I was about to say. You shouldn't say what you were going to say. Okay. I know you, that hesitation was bad Mo- and move, I don't want to talk about moving it. Moving on. Uh, so what's, hey, tell us about the test that they've decided yes. that will be the ultimate Pinkie Pie test. Yes, Twilight gets them all into this big theater, uh, the one that 
they've been in there a couple times. It's the yeah, it's the main it's the main hall, the where Mayor Mayor was, and yeah. where they have all the felt. It's it's the main. It's fine. Like theater, yeah, whatever. Uh, she brings them all in there, and she sits them all down, and she's like, "All right, for your test." And she raises the curtain. She's like, "You are all going to watch paint dry. If you get distracted, if you look away." Or if you stop watching paint dry, it will zap you back to the mirror dimension. Begin. And so they all have to sit and watch paint dry. And obviously cool. for for, Pink, for Pinky on her own, that is a task. But for these like homunculi Pinky, whose main drives are have fun, it's like driving them insane. Like some of them like yeah. see a bird at the window and Twilight zaps them. Some of them. Hey, can we talk about uh, what Twilight uh, does to them? To, to I really them? was. We, we have to... I know to you don't want it. to, but we have to. I know, but we have to. Okay, so she zaps them with magic, and they kind of inflate like a balloon and then explode <laughs> into a little wisp of magic, which we do see. We we watch the little wisp go all the way on its own accord from like the. <laughs> The location of the explosion back to the mirror pool. So they yes. do re-enter the mirror pool. They yes. don't just evaporate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're not. Uh, like but dead. they do. They do turn into a big pinky balloon before blowing up. And I don't like looking at that personally. It's, it's really, really, really hard to look at. There are a couple other really, really hard things to look at in this scene, specifically yeah, where yeah, Pinky's uh... like, "Guess what I can do with my hooves?" And she blows into her hoof, and it makes like four fingers. Uh, makes a hand. Which is foul. Which is real, uh, real foul. Uh, we see a, an orange frog hop by one of Twilight's cool, uh, abominations. At least this one has a mouth. Yeah. Another um, pinky says, bet you can't make a face crazier than this, and looks like G3 pinky for a minute. <laughs> which, let me it's tell It's a you. funny visual bit. It's a, one, good bit. Two, the fan went fucking nuts. Especially because, I think for perspective, G3 was like, people were really like kind of mean about g3 because it was it is not the same experience as g4 it was oh, no. a lot more i say it's more shallow i don't mean that like a mean way but it was very it, it wasn't this lore rich driven show that my little pony became yes. you know like it and it's like i i was that's the generation i was raised on it's um like i the, the toys of g3 are the ones that i played with as a kid so it was double funny of being like, oh, haha, reference, but also like a lot of birds are like, oh, God, get it away from me, which I'm like, rude, but okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that seems very bizarre to me, but um, yeah. Yeah, so she keeps inflating uh, and blowing up pinkies uh, until they're too Because everyone's left. getting distracted, yeah. Which, by the way, at this point, the other ADHD queen, Rainbow Dash, is also like, this fucking sucks, bro. <laughs> They've been so, at this for a while. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Um, also, did we ever mention that Lord Faust tweeted, like, fairly recently about Pinkie Pie, like, like actually having ADHD? Like, oh, no, we didn't. having ADHD. Yeah, that's... We'll throw away there, but it's like, nice. well, duh, it's I have eyes. It's obvious, but it's yeah. also nice to hear it from from the maestro of the show herself. So right, absolutely. It's nice to hear confirmation. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Rainbow Dash says some ponies making balloon animals, and the fake Pinky looks away uh, and gets zapped until there's just the one Pinky left. Twilight's like, it's okay, you passed. You're the only one who kept staring. Um. 
And she's like, oh, thank and goodness. And she's immediately relieved. Un- understandably so. I do have to say. Go on. <laughs> we have to confront the very real possibility oh. that this is not the right Oh, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. It's very, you know very, very how very much possible. fodder is out there. It's super possible. Uh, can I say something else? You may. Who's to say that these were all the pinkies they rounded up? That's also true. That's also true. <laughs> yes. Just just saying. It's, we don't know how many were made in that pool. Uh, we didn't have a proper count, so... Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't so, know. so my... <laughs> my justification for this not being the real pinky... I do want it to be the real pinky, but I also like confronting the idea that it's not the real pinky. I mean, is it clearly that... is. And this show's built on destiny and friendship. It's gotta be the real pinky for the cogs of time to go forward so, i guess <laughs> so as whenever copies are made in any form mm-hmm. whether it's reproduction or digital copies or magical copies i assume there like mutations can happen right so like as you as you copy something over and over and over and over and over it changes and so it is sure. very possible that one of the pinky clones we got was surprisingly close to the real Pinky, vis-a-vis her memories, the ability to retain her, like, friends' uh, names and stuff. And the only thing that is different is that she is more, like, solemn and slightly less eccentric. Which is why she was moping about being not the real Pinkie Pie <laughs> and why she was so dedicated to this task. She's just, like, slightly toned back. But she's like a off-brand, and that's slightly the one off that Yeah, the gauntlet. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I can. There are, I'm sure, like hundreds of fanfiction about this. Oh, yeah, I know that there were some made like the moment this episode came out, but yeah, I, I've never read any. I should because I'm sure there's some interesting uh, explorations of that. Um, do you do you want me to read the Dear Princess Celestia? Please, Dear Princess Celestia. It's great to have fun, but it's even greater to have great friends. And having lots of friends means that you sometimes have to make choices as to who you'll spend your time with. But that's okay, because good friends will always give you lots of opportunities to have fun. So even if you're missing out, it's never for long. And honestly, Echo and I were reflecting on this, and it's like, we kind of feel this recently. Like, there were so I, many wonderful oh people we wanted to spend time with at Harmony Con, but like... We literally had too many friends to choose from. It's like, oh god, I want to be sure you get time and you get time. And it's, I'm very, very thankful to have this issue as a kid who did not have many friends growing up, you know? I'm the exact same way. Like, I feel like genuinely we've, I especially have made, like, a lot of friends recently, both online and in person. And, like, I'm grateful for everyone I've met, even if it is a little frustrating that I can't hang out with all of them all the time. Mm-hmm. Balancing things is uh, is understandably kind of hard, but, you know, like she said, the fun will be there. There will be more opportunities. Exactly. It's uh, No, it's like, I like it. Uh, during this whole sequence while she's speaking, uh, Spike's taking a note. Uh, Pinky's helping rebuild the barn, finally get to chill with, with Dash in the pool. Uh, we see Big Back and Twilight seal the entrance to the mirror pool with a giant boulder, so mm-hmm. that's that, I guess. Don't worry about it. Um, and that's Pinky it. says, well, almost, but the main six are like, all right, what's next, Pinky? It's, I got this in plan, I got this in plan. She's like, you know what I want to do? So she just takes a nap. Mood. Yeah. 
Yeah, mood. Uh, I have two spare notes before we start wrapping this up about this episode. Okay. Uh, and I learned that uh, through through the wiki that Andrew Libman, uh, voice of Pinky Farshai, uh, was nominated in 2013 by the Union of British Columbia Performers uh, for an award for best voice work in this episode. Yo, that's great. Which is pretty cool. Uh, and something else that I, I noticed the wiki pointed out that I didn't even consider. This is our first episode since Mystery on the Friendship Express to not have any songs. What? Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because think about this. This is episode three of season three. We had the two-parters with the, oh the God, royal yeah. wedding. And, the and then yeah. the two-parter with the crystal empire. Like, huh. all with songs. I'm always like, shit, you're right. I didn't even consider that. Wow. And then we break all. that streak next episode. And then, exactly. exactly. Go right back into it. Uh, I know you're not as crazy as this episode. I think this episode is a surprisingly fun, a fun time. Fun. Uh, and I give it a B plus. Mo- I, I just, I think it's fun. I think the mirror pool is a really cool concept to explore. And I think the cherry on top is that like, the premise for this episode, it could have been really annoying. This could have been one of Pinky's worst. It's, it depends on the jokes and gags that she's given and the, her energy. It's, it really is a coin toss on how enjoyable Pinky's antics are. And I think they're fun this episode. I like yeah. it. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, B minus for me. B minus. Okay. Not I, too bad. You phrased it like you were going to rank it worse. Uh, what would you have changed about this episode? If if you would change anything. I'm unsure. I'm not sure what I would change about it. Um, Make Rarity more present. Uh, That's true. We never got to see what Rarity was up to this episode. Just We we had her in the intro and kind of that's it. Uh, I feel like it's got pretty good pacing. I I don't know what I would change either. It does, I guess something to bump it up into like A tier is that some really noticeable gags. Like really, really good gags. and, And... uh, I don't know. It's pretty good. Just overall, it's, like, I not it's a whole like lot of It's, like, solidly here. written. I just can't really yeah. think of what I would do to, like, push it toward A. I don't know. I think it's fine. It's whatever. It's fine. I like it. Uh, you ready to move on to our next episode? Yes, I am. Because it's, you know, it's it's been a minute since we've seen our friends. Uh, the Keymark Crusaders, huh? Cutie Mark Crusaders. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Uh, let's see what they've been up to. Uh, yes, we are in One Bad Apple. The long and short of One Bad Apple is that Apple Bloom's uh, cousin is coming to town. Babs Seed. B-A-B-S. Seed. If you could already tell the joke from this episode, then yeah. <laughs> no, it's you fair. can't. Come on. No, you uh, can't. Her cousin Babs. You're going to be a genius to figure that out. <laughs> her, her cousin Babs Seed is coming into town. Uh, and they do not quite bond the way that Apple Bloom hopes that they would. Things go uh, a little, little bad. A little awry. A little, a little Babs. Bab. Yeah, see, there we go. Uh. uh in the intro, we have uh, Apple Bloom, our beloved, our beloved little baby, uh, with Applejack, and she's trying to figure out what to wear because she wants to make a really good impression for her cousin that she's never met before. She's like, "Oh gosh, I need to look my best." She's going through all these various costumes, and AJ's like, "Don't worry about it; you'll be fine." Also, her uh, cousin's from Manhattan. 
Yeah, yeah, which we will very clearly see later on. Yes. Um, but that's the long and short. It's just wacky antics. No, no complaints there. Yeah. Intro. Uh, but now we're at the train station on the edge of Ponyville. Well, wait. Uh, and is, the girls. There is one oh. bit in the in, in the cold open that I wanted to mention. Oh, go on. Sorry, I, uh, I You're fine. over you. No, it's fine. I, I do kind of want to skip over this because it's really boring. But there was a point where uh, Applejack grabbed uh, uh, Apple Bloom by this fabric and dragged her along. And I made mm-hmm. the joke that she looked like the Eraserhead baby. And so in my notes, I have two, I have two separate notes on this specific bit. Fuck, you're right. I forgot we talked about this. I have Eraserhead full. Funny. Pretty funny. Uh, and then I have D- Eraserhead baby cutie mark. Because we were talking about how David Lynch would have an Eraserhead baby as his cutie mark. <laughs> Um, if you don't I mean, know what the Eraserhead baby is, please Google, go Google Eraserhead, all one word, Eraserhead space baby. This uh, is from the guy who made Twin Peaks. From, yes, David Lynch, director of Twin Peaks, uh, Firewalk With You, Eraserhead, uh, a, a very unique individual, we'll say the least. Uh, yeah, no, we're just like, haha, Eraserhead baby. I brought a fucking, um, so I I brought guess... a fucking Eraserhead at HarmonyCon. I can't stop bringing up Eraserhead. I've never seen it. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen it either. It's... I've never seen Eraserhead, <laughs> then, but I do keep bringing and then, it up. We, you really do. We even have a series of, like, emotes and whatever discords yes. that make their... <laughs> I, um, so, for, for those who do know what he looks like, I want you to imagine this running joke that Echo and I kept making the entire con, where we said it was DJ Eraserhead Baby, where he had little uh, headphones and, like, a yes. Supreme-wrapped like, yeah. swaddle. I don't know. This isn't funny. I don't know why uh, you kept You said they're at the train this. station? So we're at the train station, and the CMC are very yeah. excited. To say, I, I can't move on from this. How do I transition out this of the sucks. Eraserhead Baby Wait. zone? <laughs> <laughs> we're picking up we're picking here. up Babseed from the train. We're picking up Babseed uh, from the train. We're at the train station. The CMC this... are here. Yeah, They're all three of them. Very excited. They're very, very excited. Yeah, Scooter was uh, like jumping. Oh my god, she's making some beautiful expressions. Uh you know what we see during this excitement? Is Sweetie Belle jumps in the air and has a little spark of magic from her horn. Like quite literally a spark. And this is the first time we have seen Sweetie Belle use any sort of magic. I, is it really? I know. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's a little green. It's like a little like little green spark. Like, oh, cute. Oh. That's adorable. Uh, um, but the Friendship Express is here because we cannot get enough of this marketable train. We have one train in Equestria, and it's the Friendship Express. <laughs> it makes one single work. circuit all the way around. Yeah, like, no wonder why everyone's always waiting at train stations. It's that yeah, there's no one kidding. train. <laughs> Schedule's terrible. Uh, I mean, there is only Awful. one track, so it's not like there's anywhere for it to, like, switch out with another train. I, no, I kind of swore we saw um, the Friendship Express have, like, a different path to go on in last roundup. Uh, I, mean, not, I mean, there's but... only one track here. Usually train stations have, like, multiple oh, tracks sure. for, yeah. like, yeah, that's offloading true. and onloading and, like, switching oh, out Oh, I see what like, you're repairs. saying. Yes, yes. Hey, do we ever see the Ponyville train, like, not graveyard, what the fuck am I trying to say? graveyard like the, well I'm yeah there there are train graveyards where there's like a bunch of like old derelict trains that aren't running anymore scary 
Yeah, I mean, eventually trains have to be decommissioned. But no, like, is there no, ever, do we ever see, like, the place true. where they, like, that work on the true. trains? Like, where there's mm-hmm. other trains? Is there another train ever? Is it only uh, ever the Friendship Express? I don't know, but you know what I do know? Is that at HarmonyCon, I had a task for people at my table, and I told them to, uh, I told strangers to tell me what their favorite or most memorable obscure pony is. And someone brought up this train conductor pony all the way in season eight, which I have not seen. Or season seven? I don't know. A truly an unhinged individual, and I cannot wait to get there. So maybe he's in charge of that. I don't know. He doesn't have a name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, like, labeled as, like, Ticket Taker Pony. Ticket Taker. I don't know. Maybe we should give him a name. We'll we should. I c- yeah, we'll, we'll figure out that. We'll figure um, it out, but... I don't know. Back to business. Uh, they're looking for Babs, excitedly seeing everyone come off. There is a cow on the train, so I guess the cows also take the train. Yeah, I mean, I assume they're not gonna uh, walk places. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, and out of out of the steam comes... Babseed. Babseed. Babseed, who I really like her design. You really like her mane? uh, I really like her mane, is the thing. (laughs) I also really like her mane. Uh, I think it's fun. Yeah, no, she's she's like a cinnamon brown. She's got little freckles. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's this little, like, kind of like side-swept mohawk that's like candy pink and hot pink. It's it's a very nice color palette, and I I like it a lot. Uh, And you know what I like even more than her design? What? It's her funny little Bronx voice. <laughs> her funny little Bronx voice. She's from Manhattan. <laughs> I love her that was a little, so much. That's a little Midwestern. I don't know what I was doing. A little but, bit. Uh, hey, I was curious because I just her voice is so charming every time she speaks. It's very gruff for a little child. Yeah. It's like yes. Is, is she keeping track of like the stock market or something? Like what? Probably. I mean, she lives deal? in Manhattan. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah. She breathes um, in all that New York up. smog. <laughs> it's, it's poisoned her yeah, lungs. Yeah, the secondhand smoke. Yeah. Um, but I looked it up. Her voice actress is uh, Bryna Drummond, which I didn't know because apparently Bryna Drummond is the daughter of Brian Drummond, who is the voice actor for Mr. Cake. Oh, that's Mr. Yeah. Cake's daughter? Yes. Well, that's- I mean... Y- yes and no. Like th- this is clearly they're not related. But no, I uh I should uh Bryna became uh re- involved in the series because the dad, you know, was already doing voice work, and mm-hmm. I guess was already doing stuff in Vancouver. And uh I'm just reading this basically from the wiki. Right. So uh a- apologies if there's wrong information. It's- sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> it says and her agent who represents all the actors of the family. Uh, request a casting call for Babseed. So the dad recommended to her daughter, like, hey, give it a shot. And they gave it a go. And I guess in preparation for the role, uh, Bryna Drummond researched Brooklyn accents on the internet. Quote, unquote. That's really funny. I also, also shout out to Brian for naming his daughter Bryna. Just, also just an, shout outs. Just an anagram. <laughs> Fucking real organization 13 of Brian. Just well, slap an X in there. Be- <laughs> B-R-I-N-A? No, it's spelled B-R-Y-N-N-A. Oh, okay. I know, he I've wa- never heard of this name before. He wanted to name her Bryna B-R-I-N-A, but his wife probably didn't <laughs> let him. 
It's like, no, stop that. She's like, you can't just name the kid after you. Can't you can't do that. So. <laughs> very funny. Very, very funny. Very funny. But yeah, no, it's, uh, I really enjoy her delivery as Babs. And I like her, her fun Bronx, Brooklyn-ass accent. Yes. Uh, but she's, she's shy. And she's being shown around the clubhouse by the CMC. And they're like, hey, we're One... in this together. And we're the key marker stairs because we don't, we don't got, we got blank flanks we don't yeah, got we, no key mark on our booties we did forget to say that hmm. she babs is also a blink flank she does not have a oh key mark. yeah uh, <laughs> and that's, that's why, why the cmc are so excited to see her yeah that's why they're like stoked yes and uh, what well, it's so cute that when the cmc point that out uh babs instinctively like she has a very short cut tail and she like flicks it around and like hides her her flank to like mm-hmm. I, I i it's like almost instinctual it's like a habit she's done to like hide that she doesn't have her cutie mark yet yeah it's really cute yeah they're kind of like proud almost at this point that they're sort of in this together not having cutie marks and she's still very yeah. embarrassed about it mm-hmm. so they're yeah they, they give her the tour and show her like this is our clubhouse this is where we think this is where we eat and Babs, she's not quite sure what to think, but she, I guess she'll tag along. Uh, and we learned that the CMC have been preparing for a very special parade. Uh, what is it? The Summer... Oh, gosh. Summer Harvest Parade. There you go. It's the Summer Harvest Parade. And I guess it just consists of making very large vegetables and fruits into parade floats. So they show off this giant pumpkin that they made. And they're like, look, you could join us. Uh, not before some nasty little fillies come by. Who who stops by, Echo? Uh, Diamond Tiara and Tri- Silver Spoon. There we go. <laughs> I was really hoping that the hover <laughs> and, would... And the second be- one! <laughs> and the, the second other one. one. <laughs> Those two dumb bitches. Uh, yeah, they come up and they're like, Oh, wow, look at your lame fucking pumpkin. You guys suck. Um, and they're basically just being really shitty to the CMC, as they as, always, as always do. They are, yeah, they're they're the comic, the comically overbullyable, over bully, whatever. They're bullies. They're 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 cartoon bullies yeah. to the highest degree. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and uh, as they're bullying the CMC, like Babs is watching, and some like very clearly like a switch flips in yeah, her brain. Something and, clicks like, in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, like, very, like, after a little bit, she starts to join in with the bullying and, like, teasing the CMC. My note, what does she call them? In the episode? (laughs) What does she call them in the episode? Uh, Fuck, I know what we called them. I know what we Uh, called them. Hang on, what did... Uh, let's see. Uh, Cutie Mark Crybabies. Yeah, Hey, real quick, hey, real quick. Yeah, I really up? like how in the transcript it says cutie mock crybabies, M-A-H-K. Oh. And I'm like, perfect. That is absolutely yeah. so that cutie mock cutie Yeah, mock she's, like, she's like, more like the cutie mock crybabies. And in our note, in one of my notes I have written down says <laughs> cutie mock cocksuckers. And then immediately after I have a quote where Emily, all caps, wrote, that's good, write that down. She was really excited for me to say I, cutie mark. Uh, okay, thanks for tattling. I just 
Cutie Mark cocksuckers took the, me completely the off cutie guard. Mark I'm like, you can't, you can't say that, Babseed. You're like six. You, you can't say that. You can't say that. Uh, and she like kicks their float and ruins it. And she's like, and fuck off, you float. bunch of galoots. And then she walks I'm out. walking here. I'm, hey, I'm walking here. We made fun of British people so much. We have to start making fun of American people more. Yeah, exactly. I, it's hey, like, I'm walking here. I'm trotting here. That waveform looked nasty. Awesome. Have fun editing that. Ugh. Uh, anyway, um, they start to be like, we fucking hate Babs. And they go back to the clubhouse and they're like, what the hell do we do? And we get a musical number. Kind of a banger, because, actually. Oh my God. Because yeah, before this, they're like, well, you know, we got we should tell Applejack. They're like, can't fucking tell Applejack. It's like, no, we gotta handle this ourselves, you know? It's And the main thing is that they don't want to snitch. Snitch is the word used repeatedly. Yes. That they don't want to snitch and tell on Babs' bad behavior. And we get Babseed, the song. You ain't snitches, are you? Yeah. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's pretty good. A certified Bob. It's, it's super uh... catchy. It's got these, like, plucky little, like guitar like almost like surf guitar at some point it's yeah hey go listen to it uh, I am, it's a good one i am gonna say whenever What's we hear up? this song <laughs> yeah the version that comes to our mind is a remix that we've heard where it's the chorus <laughs> remix is a way to put it <laughs> <laughs> a high quality rip where the chorus of it is uh mixed to the flintstones theme <laughs> and so I was actively singing that during the uh, Babseed song. Babseed, she's a Babseed. Yeah, gotta put it sucks. It's but we very can't funny. Not hear it now. Yeah. Um, but no, as it goes through, it's we see the scene. Uh, we go through different scenes where the the CMC they're having milkshakes and Bab storms in and is like, "Fuck your milkshakes!" And we have some fun visuals with like. Uh, little like apple seeds and split screens. Uh, the CMC go to a movie theater. I don't think we've ever seen a movie theater in Equestria yet, so that's good to know. I'm glad that yeah. they have. If cinema. Glad that they have horse cinema. Uh, glad, glad that when horse glad that when David Lynch makes the Eraserhead film, <laughs> and he's got somewhere to show it. Exactly. Yeah, there's somewhere for him to <laughs> show it off. Who's to say that's what they're waiting for? Because like, hang on, I need to look. There, there are no fillies in this very empty theater until the CMC ducking here to hide. I really love so, the, like, the it's like the walking, like, food, you know, like the concession, like, yeah. let's all go to the, the like, lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. I'm imagining, yeah. like, this really jaunty, like, yay, woohoo, yay, and then the fucking Eraserhead comes on by David <laughs> Lynch, and it's David just like, Lynch. ugh. <laughs> anyway, Babs comes but out yeah, of the so, screen like a, like a Godzilla, like, it's like, oh. I don't, I don't know if she did that, but go off. Uh, she's caught sipping on one of the, like, animated cups, and it's like, ah! It's, that's, I like that's that really little funny. shot. Uh, you know, just shenanigans ensue, and they're all getting discouraged. Uh, but yeah. before we wrap up the song, there's a few things I need to say about Babseed, about uh, where we are in the fandom. Uh, yeah. Can... at this point, this is, like, when remixes were happening at, like, record speed. We were getting mm. next day from, like, the big ones, wow. like Living Tombstone. And and <laughs> not just that, but uh, Daniel Ingram, the composer of, like, most, if not all, the music in the show, mm -hmm. uh, he made a tweet in uh, 2012, uh, November, 20, uh, November 27th, saying that he would also make a remix of his own song because he was impressed with 
all the fan remixes. He's like, oh, wow, you guys are uh, going off on this. Uh, and then released his remix the next day. Uh, do oh, do sure. you know how soon that was? Do you know how soon after the episode that was? Uh, you said November 27th, so that would have been four days after? <laughs> yeah, this episode aired on the 24th. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were record-breaking paces for yeah, fandom creation. Yeah, that's shocking. Just... Yeah, that's especially that's for like Homestuck music levels. composition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just over that, in... the fact that the creator of the music was also in on it. Mm-hmm. Over in Homestuck's corner, we were making like next day like cosplays and stuff. It was like mm-hmm. a new character with like a completely different build from everyone else was released. Yeah. And, and that's were, like, like what this fandom was doing with uh, yeah. plushies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. And songs apparently. I guess, and now songs, because this fandom was uh, rabid and insatiable. Yeah. Uh, which, understandably so, because, hey, I give this song an A+. This song fucking rules. I would give this song an A+, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. It's just, it's catchy. It's super well composed. We get to hear, like, the CMC sing pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, I, just one of the best the shows has to offer. Just yeah. good song. Good storytelling, too. So... The only note that I have about this song is, like, at the beginning, they were talking about how Babs was so sweet and how, like, she was going to be their new friend. And, like, at the mm-hmm. beginning of this episode, she clearly does not like them. She does not like them. It's... She wants nothing to do with them. Yeah, She's just, like, she here just on obligation. Is awkward. It's like, oh, I guess I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's on them for thinking she was sweet, I guess. <laughs> I agree. But, uh, anyway. Uh, that's that. Wrap it up. So, song's over. Everyone's discouraged. Babs still sucks. <laughs> don't worry we have uh, in a minute we're gonna have another long tangent first they go back to the clubhouse to find that babs has uh taken over basically been yeah. like no i she's live like, here now <laughs> yeah she's like this is mine and diamond tiara and silver spoons clubhouse now you guys can fuck off um and they ditch after sweetie bell breaks into tears Oh my god, Sweetie Belle makes this screech of crying. And I like that the uh, Apple Bloom and Scooby put a little umbrella to cover yeah. up the teeth. Uh, but it's like, this sound, we're like reaching like dog levels of hearing. Like, oh my god, woman. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. hang in there, bud. <laughs> it's very cute, but also like, oh, oh baby. And then uh, we cut then... <laughs> to a lake. A, oh. a lakeside a lakeside home. And Ponyville, Emily, clearly. You know, it's, we got and, the Ponyville yes, style it's house. Very, like, yeah, there's, mm-hmm. it's very Ponyville architecture. Um, there's like a windmill house on one side, a couple of estates, um, and like a some, big like, lake foliage. with a pier. And there's a man. There's some hanging out nearby. Which yeah, there's some pigs hanging out nearby. And there's a man fishing. And, uh, and then Emily, I made Echo rewind. <laughs> yes, Emily made me pause and rewind. Uh, it's Hondo Flanks, whose name I remember. Do you guys remember... Uh, Hondo Flanks? Hey, Eka, can you tell me who uh, Hondo Flanks is? Yeah, Hondo Flanks is Rarity's father. Rarity and Sweetie Belle's father. This that we is haven't their... seen since season one. <laughs> this is their home in Ponyville? Okay. I guess. Okay. I just... so we cut this... to the interior. <laughs> we are in Sweetie Belle's bedroom. Evidently. I guess. I guess this is Sweetie Belle's bedroom. This is what I have written down. This is kind of yeah, a long. You note. go first. Go, go on. Yeah, no. This is this screeched us to a halt because we're like, we, wait, wait, oh wait, no, no, no. Th- we thought Sweetie Belle lived with Rarity. Yes. If you're new here, my pet theory is that Rarity has adopted Sweetie Belle in everything but title. 
she they have incredibly neglectful parents who are always off on trips and she raises sweetie bell it's almost like explicit in the text that she has adopted and is raising sweetie bell that is exactly that is the relationship that they have with their parents they are non-existent because in the first episode that we see them they come in from out of town to drop sweetie bell before or, or like they're visiting or something i don't know they're, yeah, they they don't live I, in ponyville yeah they're just like all right it's up to you to spend time with sweetie bell bye right yeah sisterhood social um yes they don't live in ponyville so this house being on the outskirts of ponyville is very bizarre considering they said they came in by train so i believe that this is a home that belongs to rarity's family i think that it's maybe a vacation home or like that's what i was thinking or rarity's home my thought is that the carousel boutique was not originally where she lived but she has literally moved her bed into her workroom because she has such a terrible work-life balance that she's like i have to be working on i have to wake up and yeah you (laughs) turns around looks at my bed looks five feet to the left looks at my piles of fabric for plushies exactly it's (laughs) it's very much the uh the maker's vibe (laughs) of the worst work-life balance you could possibly have where you are sleeping in your workstation so that you can sew things and like i think that is what she does because sweetie bell does not have a a room in the carousel boutique but she is there pretty much constantly so I think that this is a vacation home, and I think that Hondo is probably visiting. Because we don't see him again for another, like, two seasons. I think this is just, like, a fishing spot, and more. he's like, I'm sleeping in the vacation home. Uh, because um, I don't think these are good parents, so no, I'm no. I'm with you there. Uh, you know what I think, also adding on to the bad parent thing? Do you hmm. think this is an Airbnb? Do you think Equestria has Airbnbs? Oh, that's a good point. This does, it. the vibes of these three houses that we see are very Airbnb. Like, uh, so I, I, I could see it. It's a very I, clean uh, room. We do see a, we do see a little chest of toys in this room. Yeah. So. No, it's very well. It's very cutely decorated. I this, think that this is Yes, either... I will talk about the room after your tangent is done. Because yeah, I got a I th- different one. But. I think that Sweetie Belle does probably, like, live out of this room pretty consistently, if not all the time. And I think Rarity either sleeps in Carousel Boutique or, like, comes by and takes care of her in this home. And I don't think that Hondo and his wife... I actually don't remember his wife's name. I only remember Hondo Flanks. Um, <laughs> My man with the football like, cutie marks and fishing and... Something crumble, like I think. parenthood. I don't know. Yeah. I think that they don't live here. I think that it is Sweetie Belle mostly, Rarity sometimes. Um, so that's that. Uh, we almost that. missed this entirely. I yeah, just was, it was like, wait a fucking minute, that's Rarity's Which is dad. wild because this is like a big deal to us specifically. Not to anybody else, but to us. Oh, yeah, to us. Uh, but what I want to say about this room is that it, it's very cute. It's got this cute floral rug. It's very pink and purple. It's got some warm tones and swirls and little framed pictures. And it reminds me of uh, what I've been trying to do uh, in my spare time is that I remembered of my little pony part of my childhood that I completely forgot. I played this little G2 game, not even G3, G2. This game from 1997? It's either 97 or 98. Uh, called My Little Pony Friendship Gardens, where you you make a pony and you check out this little scrolling land of very low, low poly, not even low poly, um, very early CG uh, environments. 
and you interact with this pony and give it cupcakes and pe- mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the diet of G two ponies is apparently it's <laughs> it's cupcakes, pizza, apples, and lollipops. That's kind of cool. my diet. Oh, and juice boxes and juice boxes. Yeah. So <laughs> nice diet. balanced diet we got there. I um, do replace juice but- <laughs> boxes with Capri Suns, but otherwise, yes, it's my, it's my valid. Diet. Uh, but the reason why I bring this up, other than the fact that um. This is what this room reminded me of, like, aesthetically. Uh, is that I totally forgot about that game until I saw some art inspired by it at uh, HarmonyCon. And I was like, oh my god, I forgot I had this game. And I was curious. Because I was thinking, this game cannot be that long. And I've always wanted to learn how to speedrun a game. So I looked up the speedrunning uh, leaderboard for Friendship Gardens. And it's under four minutes, baby. So... <laughs> If Amazing. I can get this Windows 98 game to run on my Windows 10 computer, I will be attempting to speedrun My Little Pony Friendship Gardens and join the leaderboard of, I don't know. Oh, I have it open right here. Oh, there are six people on the leaderboard. Uh, I would like to join these prestigious uh, six people in their journey to speedrun this uh, children's video game. Uh, like, y- you can put in your age when you start the game. I think it defaults to age six, so... Okay. Uh, two things real quick. Uh, look, what is this, look what is this game that. called? Uh, My Little Pony Friendship Gardens. And Friendship also I checked, Gardens. 1997. Yes. Cool. At G2, okay. before G3. My second thing I was gonna say, I'm gonna be mean to you. What? I'll give what? $10 to anybody it? who beats her score when she first submits it. Holy fucking shit, you're a nightmare of a human being. What's wrong? The first person to beat it. The first person to beat it and come to me about it gets $10. Um, Jesus so fucking Christ. Enjoy that race whenever she finally puts that up. Um, Thanks. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> uh, Let's back see. to the show. Back to the yeah. show. What are we doing in this room? Uh, I think we're talking about how we can't tell anybody about it, and they're like, what are we supposed to do? No snitching. And they start brewing a little idea of how to get get her back. So later on in the night, uh, also, Apple Bloom and Sweetie Belle are, like, sharing the (laughs) room. And so, uh, Apple, or, I'm sorry, Apple Bloom and Babseed are sharing the room. Because Babs is Yeah, Babs took Apple Bloom's bed. <laughs> She's sleeping in Apple Bloom's bed, and Apple Bloom is on the floor on a bunch of hay with a newspaper for a blanket. Very Miserable. funny. Yeah. Um, and so, in the middle of the night, she dips out to the barn uh, with Sweetie Belle and Scootaloo, and they start making up a new float, a big apple float. Which, um, I let's be honest, I'm kind of shocked it wasn't an apple from the beginning. Let's be honest here. Yeah, I don't know. They make this big apple float, and they cover it in, like, this, like, luster powder, so it's nice and, like, gold. Yeah, it's a luster dust, quote, from Sugar Cube Corner. They use it for decorating yeah. cakes. Uh, Rarity uses it for decorating her emergency edible boots. <laughs> According to Sweetie Belle, um, what? Hey, what? Emergency also, y- edible boots? You said very Gale Core from Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> Which is true. I mean, I mean, it's it's true. Uh, the idea is to make this as like alluring as possible, so that Babs wants to take their float. 
Exactly, because they know that Babs will not be able to like help herself. It's like she will, right. wa- she'll, she'll have to take it from them and steal the show. It's that's what she would want to do. So yes. they stay up all night uh, rigging, uh, rigging a trap for this apple float. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as it's the next day, they've stayed up all night. The sun started to rise. It's time for the parade. Yeah, and so they're at this parade, and there's a bunch of fruits and veg. There's like a squash and a lettuce and a cucumber float. I like the cucumber float the most, actually. It's got like. I do too. Wait, Fun. wait. The cucumber float's really cute, but the squash float has two other floats like attached to it, like sidecars almost. Ooh, I do think that's you're right. Really funny. That's pretty good. Just that's imagine a bunch good. of fruit and vegetables with like wheels attached. Yeah, and also the people attending them are dressed up. We have some like ponies like wearing flowers. There's a dude dressed up like a carrot. Uh, there's like some later hosing going on. It's like uh, just just having fun. Uh, I had a question for you. Yeah. Because uh, there's two background points I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, the first is that we see Doctor Who's is dressed up as a pear. You've been okay. watching Doctor Who. Is that a reference? Are pears related to Doctor Who in any way? I don't does, think so. There might have been one does like, a doctor like comment. pears. Does no. No, if there was like, like pears? no, if there was like celery, that would have been a Doctor Who reference. Which honestly, they mm. squandered. They could have done celery very easily. Um, Shit. Well, yeah. Oh, what's well, the other one? Oh, and uh, one of the other background points. Uh, I think Amethyst Star. It's a library color. Mm. Uh, which I guess for a while the fan was calling Sparkler because it was just not one of the less prominent background points. Yeah, like course. not much going on in fandom lore wise. Was dressed up like Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, that's funny. Very yeah, cute. which is funny because I'm not even sure that's a Hasbro property anymore. I think it, it was at some point. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I was really into My Little Pony as a kid. My sister, well, uh, she's five years younger than me. Her thing was Strawberry Shortcake as a little kid. Like, that was her feminine toy of interest. So that's I was funny. like, aw, cute. Uh, but yeah, no, the My feminine toy of interest. Go on. My my feminine toy of interest was Polly Pockets, but only because I liked to chew on them. I knew you were going to say that, you little freak. Was I? <laughs> hey, was I the only person who didn't chew on her Polly Pockets? They have really good mouth feel. Have you ever chewed on a Polly Pocket? Like I get it. Like I can I can yeah you can visualize my mouth, it. But I yeah. did. I didn't do that though. Why? Because <laughs> they weren't food. You know, there's no. like a you know okay. that you no, like it is can... gross, though. <laughs> what did you do? I did like to chew on uh oh god silly putty. Okay, well, okay, okay. Two things. One, yeah, th- fucking glass house. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, Throw no. your stones. I whatever. was also like eight. Like whatever, silly putty muncher. Yeah, no, I wasn't like I wasn't saying I was doing it at eighteen. <laughs> no, I was young. Okay, I was chewing on pocket pockets. Second of all, silly putty. Silly Putty has this thing. Sorry for the tangent, everybody. Silly Putty has this thing where if you bite into it, there's like a certain amount of give before there's that snap. Oh, see, that okay, snap see, so is you, so you good. have chewed on it before. Mm-hmm. See? Yes, of course. But I wanted to be mean hey. to you about being mean to me about my oh, pockets. God, you suck. Uh, hey, real, real, real quick. Yes. Silly Putty seems like a good pony name. It's right there. Silly Shorts. Putty's a really good pony name. Damn. I think Silly Putty might have to be a new pony OC of ours. Silly huh? Putty's cute. Anybody can take that. That's that's free for you yeah, guys. Yeah, that's free for you. I'm handing you Silly uh, Putty on a silver platter. It does have a bite For you to it. chew on. For you to chew. Yeah, there's a bite. 
What are we talking about? Uh, back to the parade. I'm not talking about the parade. We have a podcast, right? We've been talking and recording. Isn't that nuts? Fuck. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, 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 we're almost done, I promise. We I know. A parade. We're, we're right there. Uh, there's, everyone's there. There's food. It's going to be fun. Lyra and Bonbon are standing next to each other. Gay rights. Let's go. Let's uh, go. One of the CMC says, uh, too, cool, uh, too cool for mule. And I just, I don't want to keep doing this. We can't. Do we need a mule racism counter? Why? Why? I think we might at this point. I think this uh, is like three or four. I know. I'm going to have to like go back and see like in the transcripts. Yeah. I'll make a tally for next time, I guess. Not cool, girls. I Not fucking so, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, it is Silver Spoon and Diamond Tiara. And like, I could see Filthy Rich like imparting okay. racist they, views mm. onto his daughter. They would be, Diamond Tiara would be a racist, huh? Yeah. Diamond, <laughs> sentences of the year. Diamond Tiara would be racist, huh? <laughs> Fucking hell, she's eight. I, uh, listen, there's an entire villain that gets sent to Turbo Hell, and she's like six, so. That's true. That is true. I haven't met uh, her yet, I just know of her. But anyway, I'm fast tracking this. Take it away. I'm fast tracking yes. this. Rip this uh, away from me. The CMC show up with their golden apple. They go, hey, Babs, look how cool our float is. You can't have it. And she goes, oh, yeah. And then there's, like, a whole pause where, like, like Scootaloo looks back at Sweetie Belle. And Sweetie Belle goes in and, like, winds up this timer and then, like, shifts a lever to start some gears and then steps out. Uh, and then Babs kicks them to the side onto a mattress that Apple Bloom put because she knew what Babs was going She's to prepared, do. yes. Yes. And then they start heading off. Uh, air sh- air Bab starts heading off in the Golden Apple, and Apple Jack comes up and is like, "Wow, it's so nice for you guys to be being so nice to Babs after she had such a horrible fucking time in Manhattan. She was bullied, and everyone was mean to her, and she has her blank flank, and she was ostracized by her community." And the CMC are like, "Oh my god, we have to stop the fucking train!" And so they're like running after this float, trying to stop it from the booby trap that they put in they keep saying booby trap it's they do just say booby trap it's a lot. sabotage but they just keep saying booby trap and it was very funny to me. I don't know why. they don't have boobies boobie. where do they hey, get fan artists hey, f- hey fan artists i know you love it i know you like to do the boobies don't want boobies i was Put gonna say i've definitely seen a little um have we, have we talked about uh we're not going to we're not going to <laughs> We're moving on. They're, they hijack another a lettuce train, a lettuce float, and they're trying to get up beside Babs, and she knocks them off the track, even though they're trying to warn her. And then they eventually manage to just run up next to her and tackle her out of the float after the steering wheel, like, fails. Like, the power steel- steering is just, like, cut. Gone. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's out of control. It's mayhem. Yeah. Ah! They tackle her out, and then they all fall into the mud that we saw earlier with the pigs and the Hondo Flanks Lake. That was why we saw the pigs. It was the foreshadowing yeah, for this. Yeah, foreshadowing. Yes. And Babs is like, oh my god, you saved me. And they go and they get... Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And they get... <laughs> They go and wash off all the mud, and they were like, so we sabotaged the float. That's our bad. But you were kind of being a bitch, so, like, you get why we did that, right? Babs is like, yeah, I guess, my bad. And, and they, they all kind of apologize, like, and they all oh, make up. Sorry. And they yeah. hug, and it's like, oh, wow, we're five. 
Um, oh wow, we're fine. <laughs> and then we cut so right. to the we cut to the treehouse where they're inducting Babs into the Cutie Mark Crusaders, and they have this long list of things. And it's very funny. Uh, Sweetie Belle's trying to read all the stuff that Scootaloo put on there. It's like gal pals, confidant, boss somebodies. It's just very funny. Yeah. Amigas. It's it's very funny that when she said gal pal, I and I were like, gal pal? Gal pal. We have had a tangent about gal pals. I'm not sure if you remember that. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, no, Um, we have. About the etymology of gal pal. We go- yes, how it has changed through the years. Where... Hey, if you are new, we get into de- we get into etymology in this podcast, so Yeah. Have fun. I, I, I hope this if this hey, if this is your first episode of the podcast, you gotta tell us. I gotta know if someone's starting here. <laughs> Would be really funny. Emily always yeah. is like, Well, what if people start here? And I'm like, they better have listened to all of the episodes before this because half of our jokes don't fucking land without that. Um Anyway, they put Babs anyway. on the train, and Diamond Tiara she's got, and Silver she's got Spoon the come cape. up. Yeah, she's got the little Cutie Mark Crusader cape. Cutie Mark cocksuckers. Uh, <laughs> Diamond no, Tiara no. and Silver Children. Spoon come up. Children, like, you can't use that as their... You can use that as an insult. You cannot use that as their name. Right. They are children. No, you got That's, there, that's real true. bad. That's, that's real fair. bad. That's real bad. Okay, Cutie cool. Cutie Mark cocksuckers. I just really like that. See, it's... Oh, it's very funny. Don't say that. <laughs> uh, Diamond TR and Silver Spoon come up, and uh, Babs is like, how about you go fucking kill yourselves, idiots? Now! But she doesn't. She says Can something else. She said I don't remember what she says. She yells at them and knocks them off. I think she says she's going to tell their moms. She says she's going to tell their parents, yeah. Yeah, like, okay, wow, you became a snitch. What a great character arc for you, Babs. <laughs> uh, and they put her on the train, and they go, bye... And then they send the her shipper back off to the, Manhattan. The end. The end. No letter Celestia. No C letter plus. Celestia. I also gave it a C plus. This episode sucks. It's not very good. I I don't think it sucks because one, God, that song's pulling a lot of weight. That's it's a really pull- good song. Oh my god, this would be like a C minus without that song. Yeah. And two, I like Babs as a character. I think she's super I charming. Too. I think I she's too. hilarious to be around. I like her a lot. But like, the message of this episode is supposed to be about bullying. And it's like, well, this bully was also bullied. Have you considered that? And I'm like, well, that shouldn't fucking matter. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. all the people well, that were awful to me as a kid, I don't care that if, if they had... Ch- that's no excuse to be awful to people. I think it's more... There is a level of retaliation that is unacceptable, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Such as, uh, making someone maybe die in a uh, parade crash. You know, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the best. Uh, but I will also say that, like, when they were apologizing to Babs, like, they were like, sorry we went overboard, you know, you were being a bully. And she was like, no, that's my bad. I get why you guys did that. Like, it is understandable. I do, I do appreciate, like, it, this episode closes in a fairly good it does. way. Like, I like that everyone admits to their faults, and it's mm-hmm. nice. And Applejack's a good mediator. She's keeping an eye yeah. on them. And was... Like, here's the thing. If AJ knew what was going on, like, she clearly, she says in the episode, it's like, why don't you guys just tell me? Like, she would have stepped the fuck up. AJ is, like, ultimate big sister. Like, she would have. I think at the end of the day, that is what the message Mm -hmm. is. It isn't about necessarily, like, bullies, like, being bullied themselves. Because the main thing that they touch on over and over, like, literally four or five times, is not telling an authority figure. 
Yeah. I think yeah. that There's is... No snitches. That's yes. kind of the main focus. So. And I think that's a good message. I think that people should be, you know, reporting bad behavior to authority figures. I think that there should also be an episode that says, like, not all authority figures will listen to you, and sometimes it is wiser yeah, to take things into your own hands. But I do think that it's important to tell children, like, hey, sometimes you do need to take this to someone else. Sometimes you are a child. You don't have the ability to solve these problems on your own right like, now. Like, it's okay That is why there are people help. in your like, life. They're not going to think less of you. You right. know, it's, it's... I do think the overall, even though the message is a little muddy, I do think mm. it is a good message overall, especially, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. it's it's a children's cartoon. You gotta have your bullion episodes. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. But... I think it's fine. Despite that, it's just... It's, it's just kind of an okay it's, it's episode. Kind of, it's kind of all right. There's not a lot of great jokes. Actually, can I talk about a joke that did land with me? And I don't even know if this was intentional. Please. Okay, so during the parade, we see a little marching band, which is so cute. We see there's like a drummer and he's using his magic, his unicorn magic, to use the drums. And then there's this trumpet player unicorn. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that I want to unpack here. Because I don't know if this is supposed to be this funny or if I'm overanalyzing things. So the trumpet player, Unicorn, is playing a trumpet. He is not using any of his hooves to hold the trumpet. He's not using any of his magic to hold the trumpet. And it sounds really bad. It's like... It's it's really bad trumpet. Oh, that's that's, funny. That's the the main joke. But there's there's layers. This joke has layers. And I don't know if it's just me or if this is intentional. But trumpets have valves. Hey... Yeah. Uh, you, you, do you want to use your, your magic to use the valves to play the trumpet? You don't what? have fingers. Are you sure How it wasn't like want... a bugle? It, I'm looking at it right now. I had it paused oh. and I saved it specifically. It has three valves like a trumpet. Wow. The instrument that I know how to play. Okay. So first of all, very funny. No Question. magic involved. Yeah, what's up? Do you think the magic was on the interior of the valves? And that's one, why he wasn't able to have enough control. And two, why he was able to get different pitches maybe but i have another theory about this unnamed trumpet pony is that his cutie mark is a bass clef uh trumpets oh my god they are trouble oh my god they are trouble (laughs) trumpets are trouble hey bud i think he got the wrong instrument (laughs) buddy so and literally the pony in front of him is using his magic his unicorn magic to play the drums okay that's a really cute bit actually that's okay, funny. do you think do you yes. think this was yes. intentional oh, or am absolutely. I way overreading this? No, with the layers, absolutely that was intentional. <laughs> that's so funny. It's it's so funny to me. We have a pony that's not using his one skill to play this instrument and has a cutie mark for the wrong type of sheet music to be reading. It's Buddy, so funny. Buddy, just pick up a French horn. Just pick but up a fun. French horn, you'll be fine. French horns you're calling, bud. If you have a horn, use your magic. You can mm-hmm. do it, bud. <laughs> Very, very, very funny. I think that's Marching absolutely intentional. You think so? Yeah. I hope so, but... Uh, that's it. That's kind. That's all I wanted to bring it back to that I thought was very funny. <laughs> Pretty good. Trumpet humor. Pretty good. Um, I think that's everything. Oh, you think? Oh? Except there's something I wanted to mention that I forgot that I thought was very interesting. Okay, sure. So there's a writer of this show that we both really admire for their character writing. 
Of course. Uh, who did Winter wrap up and read and read? And that's Cindy Morrow. Mm-hmm. Cindy Morrow wrote this episode. Really? Yes. Which I think that's why I enjoy the character writing in it. Yeah, no, it seems it seems on point, but I was just like, huh. Usually one art episode really jumps out at us. We're like, oh, it's gotta be Cindy. But yeah, usually. It's a kind of, eh, so. I don't know. It's a bit weaker. Can't all be bangers, I guess. I still love you, Cindy Morrow. Better than what I could write, I'm sure. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Possibly better than what I would write. Probably better than what I would write. Go write, Echo. Please write more. Please write more. We'll see. All right. That is everything, correct? Yeah, I think so. Let's wrap All it right. up. Let's let's yes. take it take it home. We're going. We're running straight into the finale now because we we both rated it right C plus. Oh yeah, we both did. C+. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, everypony, so much for listening. You know, it always means the world to know that you took your took the time out of your day to listen to us all the way to the end. Especially if you're going to keep listening for the outro, which is the 10 year anniversary of No Matter What by. Uh, Violet Pony featuring Silver Sharp and Nami. Fantastic song. Bangers. Oh, oh. and hey, speaking of which, my uh, vinyl, not vinyl scratch, my vinyl record, my two vinyl pressings of Violet Pony's album Cutie Mark uh, arrived. And it's really cool. It's so cool to have a, a, a special piece of a fan merch uh, it, like immortalized in this way. Hmm. That's all. I just also, like that a lot. Also, I finally realized I'm not dirt poor, so I'm going to go buy the 10-year anniversary of No Matter What by Violet Pony featuring Service Stripping Nami for, like, four times what it's going for on Bandcamp. On Bandcamp. Just because Violet Pony has been... Violet Pony's music has been instrumental to our podcast. friendship. And our friendship. And our... Yeah. yeah, No, for sure. Our lives as well. Like, genuinely life-changing music. We love you so much, Uh, Violet Pony. But hey, you know how you could help fund that Violet Pony uh, m- money that we're going to spend on the bit? I'm doing an awful job. We have a Patreon. Nice hey, We do have a, we Patreon. have a Patreon. Hey, if you want to come support us, uh, there are two different Patreon tiers. There is a $3 tier as a tip jar to just be like, hey, thanks for, you know, making a good podcast. We like listening to your stuff. Or if you want to shell out a little more, there's a $5 tier where you get these uh, episodes immediately when they are finished. And, uh... And uh, actually, if you're uh, chomping at the bit for a little more Friendship is Content, we might have something coming up for you soon. Uh, Chronologically. Yes, about the release dates of this episode and a certain other piece of Milepony media. Yes. Chronologically, this is immediately before uh, something else that we might want to cover as a little sideshow, and that'll only be available over on Patreon. So hey, if you're one of our Patreon members, we love you. You'll be getting that immediately. You'll be getting that very soon, within the next week or so. <laughs> not, not immediately. immediately. Not immediately. Oh my god. It's the Spongebob ambulance beam, just like, and live! <laughs> and live. Uh, very soon. We're going to be doing that. Because um, uh, we like us... doing the show, and we have fun recording it, and I'm glad that it seems like our lives have calmed down a little bit, so I'm not, yeah. not sick anymore. Thank yes. fuck. Uh, the con's no more... behind us. My next con isn't until May. We, we can get back to it. No more illness. No more dentists. No more Well, cons. I have two more dentists, but we're almost there. We're almost there. We'll, uh, we'll be fine. Uh, if you want to follow us, Twitters are FIMS Content, uh, Razpony for me, and Umlazart for Emily. Uh, we have Tumblr, Friendship is Content, uh, Razpony and Umlazart. I don't really use my Razpony Tumblr. Follow me on Twitter if you want to 
talk shop. <laughs> if Twitter eventually goes sky. under, then I'll, then I'll do Tumblr. Oh, yeah, and our blue sky. Which one is that? Oh, my, every time. Every fucking time. I don't it's remember. It's FIM is content. FIM is content. It's the same as our Twitter button. <laughs> I'm writing it in what? right now. Hey, I was at an event last weekend, which uh, maybe we'll talk about that next episode. It was also related to a cartoon. Haha. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And everyone was asking for each other's Instagrams. Mostly people younger than me. Maybe we should make an Instagram. <laughs> Have fun. You're running it. I'm not doing Instagram. I know. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, anyway, you find us out there. Find, you can find, find us. us. Oh, Your also, task. <laughs> find us. Also, uh, bit.ly slash uh, FIMS content. Bit.ly slash FIMS content. I'm probably going to be revamping our launch page very soon. So it's a, That's just where you send it to homie. Be like, hey, listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. So if Spotify blows up or something, you know. It's true. Or if you want to listen on something else, because I prefer Castbox. There's also Apple Podcasts. Blah 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 blah. Um, you come find get us it. anywhere. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Listen to this beautiful music as we leave. Yeehaw! Yeehaw!